One unifying thing about shortcut to mushrooms that appears a few times in the in the chapter, uh-huh. it's kind of a nothing chapter, and people have said, you know, a lot like you just said, uh, film ad- adaptations kind of skirt past it, don't really develop it because it doesn't really do a whole lot. There was a nod characters to it just, in, in Jackson. What was the nod in there Jackson's was, like, in the movie? In Jackson's movie, there was a nod to it. They had like a uh, something like they they were being chased. That's why they started running when they ran into Marion Pippin. Oh right, remember. right. Okay, but they had vegetables. They didn't have mushrooms. They but, found mushrooms. But Farmer Maggot takes them to Buckleberry Ferry, right? Yeah, he does. In the, in well, the, in the, okay. Yeah. In the in the in the movie. No, not in the movie. In the movie, they just they just like take off. They're like in the movie, it like makes no sense. In okay. One way, because they run in it like Frodo and Sam are like walking, burr, 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 and then Mary and Pippin like run into them just like randomly. Okay. Because they were stealing vegetables from Farmer Maggot, right? In the movie. In the movie. Are they stealing but mushrooms, they though? Know... No, they weren't stealing mushrooms. They had carrots and roots and vegetables and all that shit. Oh, okay. And now then, I, um... I, I'm starting to remember. It's been a while. And then they fell down. They, they they got tackled, and they fell over a little thing, and they're like, it's a shortcut to mushrooms. And then basically, it's just like a nod to like this whole it's chapter. It's a nod to the chapter itself. I guess, and I'm not saying that it's not a nothing chapter. It's entertaining, and I enjoyed reading it and stuff like that. But Farmer Maggot doesn't really play like like again. It's like Bombadil. Bombadil actually plays more of a of a of a pivotal role than 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 Maggot does. You know? Well, um, I mean, he he is kind of like a Bombadil or a Bjorn character. Like he, it's a it's a lesser character. Like you get in Bjorn in The Hobbit and in Bombadil, yeah. where they they run into a character who's. Who's slightly dangerous? I mean, uh, Farmer Maggot has had has some dogs. run-ins with Frodo and has dogs, so he's got that element of danger, that natural world danger. That's like he could stick his dogs on you, and he protects his mushrooms. Um, but just like with um, Bombadil, and just like with Bjorn, once you get past that, like um, you know that that element of danger or that element of distrust. Then they all, all three of those characters become like a hospitable character and a nurturing yeah. character that wants someone to help you. But the, and they're kind of all three in touch with the earth in a very uh, real, real way, I guess. Yeah, and it's that old school like what's that? There's a word for it. Like is it Xenia or like the in heroic epics? Like you're supposed yeah, to. You you would know that. Um, I'm yeah, not, I'm it's not, like I can't, a I can't, hospita- I can't help you with that. One. Hospitality. Yes. It's like a tradition, like in like in the the, the Odyssey, where uh, Odysseus gets you know fed everywhere he goes. Like people like give him food and shelter and stuff. Well, speaking of which, I always thought that it was weird that oh, by the way, Mister like Frodo Baggins, here's a basket of mushrooms that the missus made for you. Like like why didn't like Pippin or Sam get it? You know what I'm saying? Like here, guys. Oh, because it's some mushrooms for all of you. It's the ironic gift because that's what uh, Frodo used to get in trouble for stealing. Yeah, no, I I understand that, you know, but it's like it's like it's like hey, here, Frodo, here's the best shit, <laughs> you know, and like you guys just kind of like oh, yeah. they're inconsequential. It's like Frodo always like gets this stuff. Like you know, again, it, I guess it's like the hierarchy of what we're of what we're talking about. Of like, like so it's like where's my upper- mushrooms? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like no, I'm sure. Like, I'm, I'm sure Frodo would share. 
Well, he did, but he yeah. shared reluctantly, you know, because because he, <laughs> he loves mushrooms. In the next chat, yeah, yeah. You know why I love mushrooms? Because they're probably psychedelic, bro. Well, dude. Well, actually, there's that's not the only time in this chapter where, um, like, a substance, whether it's mushrooms or in another case, beer, no. is is a thing that will possibly get you in trouble or pull you off your quest or, you know what I mean? Because oh, yeah, yeah. like, there is that. S- brief section where they're talking about yeah, oh, the gold the golden what, perch the golden perch and that's yeah, in so, right yeah or is that uh, it's uh, it's by marish i think down in the marish okay yeah maybe okay the uh, golden where, perch, either way yeah so and then uh all right said pippin i will follow you into every bog and ditch but it's hard i counted on passing the golden perch at stock before sundown the best beer in the east farthing or used to be it's been a long time since i tasted it and then frodo says that settles it shortcuts make delays but inns make longer ones so he's like that settles it we're not going to go to the inn in stock when get drunk and totally forget about our quest here we're going to like a question for you so so how old is pippin in this thing he's too young to be drinking that's what i'm saying was that your question yeah like yeah, it's been years. It's like 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 what do you mean it's been years? Like like I can see Sam. Sam I what was what? He was like Sam was pa- was past his uh, tweens. You yeah. know, couple couple years younger than Probably Frodo. Is, I mean Frodo's in this, his fifties, like Frodo's fifty. We established that. Yeah. Sam is, I so want to say is, Sam is forty three. Is that does that But we're going by the American drinking age of twenty one and I know in England right. it's, or, it's but, younger. But, but Pippin did not come of age yet. He did not hit uh, thirty-three. Where it's like, oh, he's like a man now. Right. But I imagine in in Hobbiton, you have like little toddler hobbits drinking beer. That's just how I, I imagine them. Pippin was twenty-nine, so basically okay. he was like an eighteen-year-old in Hobbit age. Uh oh. Yeah. But maybe the legal drinking age was eighteen. So you know, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, do you really think the the guys at the Golden Perch would be like? All right, Pip, show us your show us your ID. Hey, Pippin. That ain't you. Oh, I oh, know you're not 21. No, I don't want Sam Gamgee. Okay, hold on. Sam, age. Okay. Sam Gamgee, age, uh, 39 years old. Mary was 37, Fairmere was 36, and Pippin was 29. Okay. So It's pretty young know. for a hobbit, but I think he could probably safely drink. In this culture. Yeah, but that's like an eighteen-year-old kid. Yeah, well, no wonder he's such a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I said last time. He's like kicking. He's kicking palantirs into holes, or no, kicking rocks into holes and stirring up balrogs and kicking. But I always like. It would always to me like like thirty-three for a hobbit. Always like okay, he's twenty-one now. He can. He can. Uh, he can. There's. There's not. He can drink and he vote. Can't, he can drink. He can vote. He can, he can gamble. Uh, yep. All that stuff. He's a full-fledged hobbit. All right. But... He could play like Lord back, of the Rings video poker. Maybe back in the 40s and the 50s, like, the legal drinking age was like... Uh, like what is the legal drinking age in, like, uh, 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 England? It's like 12, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, if it's Guinness. That's what it seems like. I think it is younger than in, in the States. I don't know. If only we Did they ever kind of lower it to 18? It's still 21, yeah. right? No, I mean not here, but yeah, but there's places like there were places for years at the legal. Oh, in Europe, yeah, you see, no, in, in 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 America, there's states where like you right. know the legal drinking age is eighteen. Um, oh, in states, oh, certain states, in, in the, yeah, in certain oh, okay. states. Okay, well, makes sense. So, 
Pippen then, in fact, could go to the uh, Golden Perch. But, like, it's been years since he's been there. So, like, yeah, he probably snuck in. Oh, right. So he snuck in as a youngster. But yeah, that's, that's that saying. mimics and mirrors the fact that Frodo himself snuck into was Farmer it, Maggot's. Was a um, Yeah. So he's a delinquent. That shows a side of Frodo that we haven't really seen much of. But he was a delinquent. delinquent and, of course, people... And he got... And Maggot beat him. Yeah, sicked his dogs on him. I, um, I think he like just thrashed him like the last time he caught him. And and crazy. of course, um, I don't think that Tolkien ever envisioned or intended these mushrooms to be hallucinogenic mushrooms in any way. But because oh. Lord of the Rings has been so kind of adopted by the counterculture in the 1960s, Ever since then, the idea that mushrooms were somehow psychedelic or that pipe well, you know, you know, yeah, pipeweed yeah, pipe was, was a hallucinogenic. Um, Can I tell you, like, one of my biggest pet peeves about uh, uh, The Fellowship of the Ring was? The, the movie? The Jackson movie? The movie. The movie. The movie, yes. Yeah, yeah. Where Frodo and Gandalf are sitting there smoking pipeweed, and the implication was that this isn't tobacco. Oh, right, right. Where they're like all like you know it's like I I did get this scene, yeah oh yeah that too it's like look at oh, that I know it's like yeah that, <laughs> that is like so lowest common denominator you know what I'm talking well, about well the Hobbit the Hobbit trilogy itself was, was pretty dumb. lowest I mean, common denominator like you could probably cut out like half like honestly you could probably do a movie and a half like you know yeah. like a four hour movie and 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 cover everything and make it pretty cool. But right. they, yeah, they put so many little things. I mean, they they really played up the Radagast character, and he wasn't much. He's a little bit of um, a comic relief. Can I tell you one time? Like, like I was talking to um, a guy at work, and like, like I'd call him on his BS because we were talking about the Hobbit, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, "I don't know. I'm so disappointed on how they." Handled Radagast because he was my favorite character from the books. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> what? How can he be your favorite character from the books? That, that's what I was saying. It's like, are you are you out of your mind? Like, you, like, why are you talking to me? Like, like I've I've read like like it's like like any. I told him like I told him it's like anything that you say from here on out. I. Do not. You I have you. no credibility. You have no credibility. Like, like what? What are you talking you about? You are like, dead what, to like, me. You, yeah, I'm like, dude. Like he, he, like he said three lines in 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 right. the the Fellowship of the Ring, and and like, man, like, right. Like, I mean, like, I liked him in theory because he was like the guy who was into animals, and you know, he hung out right, in, right, right. in Mirkwood. And he was, um, you know, he's a, a, like a wood, a woodsman or a nature uh, avatar of of the green man of the wood or something. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah. From mythology or something. Um, but as a character, yeah, he was not developed. He didn't play a pivotal role. Um, I think what made him cool for me was that he was brown. Like he had the brown like robes mm-hmm. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but the imagination, like the imagination, like like the, you didn't need much. Like there was like a few lines that that, that you know Radagast uh, is more you know paraphrase more, you know concerned with the affairs of animals and stuff like that. But right, and he's honest that like 
Sor- like Saruman could not have um, got Gandalf to come there without Radagast being an honest guy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Radagast mm-hmm. was good. Radagast was a good wizard. You know? Yeah. I mean, he maybe he fell off the path a little bit for uh, you know because he uh, you know didn't you know ultimately, but he did ultimately. Fight he didn't Sar- succumb like Saruman did. Yeah, he did not. And the blue, the blue wizards are kind of like you know, yeah. who knows. But I just see him as another probably Maiar spirit who is in touch with the world of nature, much yeah. like a, a Tom Bombadil. Right, um, right. But one who, like Bombadil, is so caught up in the natural world, or Bjorn, or or an ant, is so like they almost like hesitate to get involved in the affairs of men. Right. Or elves or hobbits because they're just like, oh, I just um, mainly just uh, care about rabbits or right, right. Well, Bjorn though, Bjorn like much like or or squirrels, 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 squirrels. Now, much like Bombadil, like 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 Bjorn actually out of all of those, like was like, okay, this guy, well, this you know, this being is not of, it's not human. It's like like to me, it's always like a bear. That learn mm-hmm. how to be human, not like a you know. Um, yeah, in a way, yeah, kind of aloof, like not yeah, c- completely human. But like very much like 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 the the most nature like of all of them because like right. Bombadil, like you know he he was a, he was a vegetarian, he was vegan, you know he right. had bees, he ate bees, he ate milk, he never killed animals and stuff like that. Bjorn. Mm-hmm. And you know Bombadil, I don't know. I, I think it never you know mentioned what kind of you know he had bread and all that stuff. So maybe he was vegan or whatever. But right. you know he like p- picked out some uh, um, some you know some jewelry for Goldberry and you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean we'll get to all, to all that later. I mean there, there's there's yeah. chapters. Yeah. Of when he comes. I almost see like um, Maggot, and he has his wife, who are again that kind of bountiful, helpful, nurturing um, nature people. As a yeah, kind of I, a Tom Bombadil and Goldberry, yeah, I, in nah, Hobbit form, and much less, much form, less maybe. magical, you know, much more. But they also had like their 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 hands. Well, like it, to me, it was it was like a farm, like a, a legit yeah, farm. Yeah. Like this is like the, the farm life, you know that right. like, you know, we, yeah. we live off of the land. But yeah, I mean, know. I didn't mean to push that uh, similarity too far, but there is a, kind of similar in, in a way. A little bit. I mean, just in the role they play in in the in the yeah. plot. So yeah, yeah, but but Bombadil, but 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 again, again to jump ahead a little bit, Bombadil does play a a a huge role when they gave gave uh, the hobbits their swords because ultimately, <laughs> like only that sword could have pierced the uh, witch king's uh, sinew <laughs> and uh, <laughs> allowed uh, right Aowen uh, 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 to cut his head off. Very good. So very good. There yeah, you go. there, it's all connected. We are way ahead. So. <laughs> um, oh yes, but but you know what I'd like to visit though. It's like the whole idea that 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 is like a pet peeve of mine, or not a pet peeve, whatever. It, it annoys it, it, it annoys me greatly. Like when when because Tolkien, like again, I don't know if you know whatever, but he enjoyed his pipe, obviously, right? He enjoyed his you pipe. Know, he enjoyed his pipe, and he brought in like. He brought in like I I feel that the stuff that Tolkien loved right mm-hmm. like you know like 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 beer food pipes simple pleasures yeah simple pleasures 
yeah, like very, you know, that like, it had to be taken up by by hippies and and kind of made more like. I, I don't know if it's hippies, but but the whole like, idea that 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 there's like 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 I don't, and it's not like a perversion of of like you know the pipe weed or the mushroom. Yeah, I didn't mean that like that like that they corrupted it necessarily because. I mean, I but, think the spirit was in the right place to a certain extent. I mean, like the idea of, I don't know. That's actually a really interesting thing that I, I want to touch on. I, I, go ahead. Finish your thought. And I want no, to no, no, no. Basically, like, no, basically, I'm just saying like, I, I just, it's like, I like the, I, like the purity of, of, you know, and again, like the purity of the story, you know what I'm saying? Like the friendship and all that stuff. And, 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 you know, it mm-hmm. doesn't need to be like, like it, it, whether pipe weed or whether mushrooms or whatever are like you know mm-hmm. like a a, um, a metaphor for psychedelics, it's like it it serves it doesn't serve the story one iota. No, to like even like like to even have that. It, it does though when it's just like the simple pleasures of you know like oh like, right. Um, I think it is quite interesting. I have a video a clip that I want to play that might uh, shed okay. some light on this quandary we find ourselves in and the i see the quandary as this like there are elements of let's call let's call it 60s counterculture hippiedom in lord of the rings in the reverence of nature the um the kind of the bucolia dropping out of society i mean dropping out of normal industrial society like yeah yeah yeah. the anti-industrialization tolkien was a critic of industrialism the, the hippies that wanted to get back into nature were critical of industrialism. Um, so there there are parallels. However, yeah. Tolkien was a very conservative Catholic, uh, and he was not I, – I don't think he – he might have liked the hippie counterculture in the sense that they were buying his books they, yeah. <laughs> and oh. making him rich. Yeah. But but yeah. in terms of like an ideological, Christopher, you see you see that bleeding <laughs> swimming pool in the back. You can thank the hippies. <laughs> they bought that pool for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I like that. I'm gonna have to like that was so good. I'm gonna have to like um, Photoshop Christopher Tolkien <laughs> sitting in a swimming pool. <laughs> Just for just for the audience, <laughs> trying to find like a, a picture of Christopher Tolkien, like when he's like 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 a young Christopher Tolkien, you know, right? And then right. just put a young Christopher Tolkien in, in like a in like a, a Kim Kardashian swimming pool or something like that. Something right, like right, right. With like uh, with floaties on. Yeah. It's his excessive consumption of mushrooms. They've addled his brain and yellowed his teeth. It's his excessive consumption of mushrooms. So this is Saruman talking about Radagast and saying his excessive consumption of mushrooms has addled his brain. Right. So so these mushrooms aren't just mushrooms. They addle your brain. Right. So again, this is Jackson getting a little bit too hippy-dippy, hippy-core with his uh, adaptation. I think, honestly, I think that, that... Again, it's kind of like, oh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna lean into this whole like mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna like it was done. It was like a, it was a, it's not a funny part, but it's like an attempt at humor, an attempt to like paint Radagast in like some kind of like yeah. Like, I didn't like, mind it so much. I I'm not so um like what precious or protective about, especially a character like Radagast. 
but just talking in general. I'm, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not prejudiced about Radagast. I, I I think that it's lazy writing. A little to bit. Like you know, where it's like it's like low. It's like low hanging fruit, lowest common denominator stuff. And again, yeah. That's just me. I think I'm probably I, a, you know. Well. I, I, Okay. And and like I said, I don't have a problem with drug references when 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 a movie is written around right. drug references or whatever, right? Right. But the, the 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 idea that this stuff creeps into into the Lord of the yeah. Rings, it's like, yeah. oh, come on, guys, just you know what, just let it be a, a fairy story like it was, you know. But yeah, that's me. Right. But the thing is, is I think Jackson. I mean. To his credit, I think he did a really great job with a lot of the stuff, the first, uh, the fellowship, yeah, especially. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, I don't dislike so the guy, but the, the Hobbit, enough. not so much, but he, especially in the Hobbit and, you know, later on, he was one to not, he, he wouldn't worry so much about canon if he could get a, a good joke or play a little bit like what he thought would win the audience over with a, with a, a moment of levity or, Something that would make the audience be like, ha, 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 look at that. So, and I, the idea that like Radagast would be, you know, taking some hallucinogenic mushrooms might make a few of the teenagers in the audience or a few of the young at yeah. heart or the the old the aging hippies would be like, dude, yeah, dude. that's right. That's my man. He's like, hey, man, the Jackson is like far mm. out, man. Cause, <laughs> far like, out. You know. Yeah. He like man, he like he must have been there in the in, in, in at, at Woodstock, man, when we changed yeah, the world, bro. <laughs> hey, Ashbury, bro. Yeah, man, when we were down at Woodstock, man, we made the whole world <laughs> pay attention, man. Sorry. So yeah. <laughs> do I do I sound like I yeah. don't like? But I found I, this little this little clip. Just yeah. check this out. And I think the important um, thing uh, when one reads Tolkien's works. Um, is not to let um, this pretty fairy tale um, lead one into um, um, accepting the basically reactionary doctrine that lies underneath it all. I, I mean, conservatism is quite all right when it's based on something, but his sort of conservatism, uh, that is the West, Numenor, the dwarves, elves, etc., uh, is, is based on absolutely nothing at all. I mean, you can't escape into the world, because in, into the Middle Earth, because he's very cleverly incorporated um, the features of our world that he most disliked in it. I mean, if, you, if you're looking in Tolkien for a sort of pastoral paradise, you won't find it, because all the time there's this menace of Sauron lurking in the east, represented as ugly, dark, black, toiling, uh, living, in, living in holes in the mountains. Well, these people are very, um, are obviously the proletarian masses, trying to, trying to achieve a revolution um, in, a, in a basically feudal society. So he was saying that Tolkien needs to depict Sauron with a little bit more sympathy, like made him more of a sympathetic character because he was this toiling, the black masses of orcs toiling away, trying, working for a better life, trying to go for the uh, pro proletarian revolution. What, what the? <laughs> I knew that would, be, I knew that would piss you off. <laughs> This I mean, kid, it's the like, kid come saying, on. Like, yeah, like, this kid like, saying this, he, he sounded a little bit scripted at first, like he was nervously kind of reading lines yeah, at first. Off his, but, but, I mean, come on. You know, it's like, you're, like, like again, it's, 
Look at a piece of work for what it is. You know what I'm talking about? Like, like the one thing about me that I will tell, like that I will freely admit that when, when people write metaphor or, you know, like, like, oh, look at this movie. What does this mean? You know, or like, you know, what they really meant was I, that go, all that shit goes over my head. You know what I'm saying? It's either a good story or it's not. Right, I don't right. care what, what, um, you know, what, what, uh, you know, what, um, uh, what the proletariat is doing and, and fighting the bourgeoisie or whatever the mm-hmm. frick this guy was like t- talking about, you know, the thing I mean, is, is yeah, I, I, I feel bad picking on that, but like, why guys, a poncy pons. No, no, he, <laughs> well, I don't feel bad in that way. I, I feel bad in the sense that he is such a stereotype of a college student and the kind of things a college student would say. And rather than look at the merits of, of a story and the elements of the story, they immediately like, extract you know extract snippets that they can then weave into a political narrative like the idea of the west being uh manifested in numenor or represented by numenor uh that it was too divorced from like the the material realities that you find in like a marxist assessment of how political economies work and how society works okay. you know what i mean like like tolkien didn't bring any of that into the equation when he wrote his books that's the guy's complaint right yeah well you know what then 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 you know read uh, uh read something else read, read the some, communist read, manifesto <laughs> like uh, 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 uh d.h uh, 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 lawrence d.h lawrence, lawrence. Yes, yes, yes people what like about that. uh he's wrote uh, just, uh, read some d.h lawrence if you want to hear uh, about uh bukowski is that, is yeah, Bukowski. Bukowski, sure. Bukowski. Like, man, I, I run into this all the time. It, it, it's like if if you're not complaining about something, right, mm-hmm. then you are not saying anything that's worth saying. You know, like, like you can uh, sit. Right. I don't know if that makes sense. I mean, look, I, I mean, it, you can critique, complain, you know, but ultimately it's like offer up a solution. Like, what? okay, like, okay. Uh, uh, Brian Jones Jr. Kid, kid guy looks like Brian Jones from. Oh uh, uh, yeah, Stones. a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. He looked like Stumpy Joe. He looked like Stumpy Joe. Drama. <laughs> this maybe it's because it was filmed right around the same time period. It just looks like a Monty Python episode. And wait till you see this guy. <laughs> I was say, he looks like Eric. Vic, looks, don't read the text. <laughs> no, he looks like Eric Idle. Check this. Out, check this out. Right. I mean, at first I was like, I had to do a double take. I'm like, is this a Monty Python episode? I don't at all like Tolkien or what he stands for. It seems to me that his work implies an escape from political <laughs> and social reality. He looks like Eric Idle and John Lennon. If yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, this seems, it seems to me is reprehensible. Uh, it's an implication of triviality. It's an implication of regression, a refusal to uh, face up to our political and social problems, our religious problems of today. And the cult of The Hobbit, uh, the cult of Tolkien in America particularly, seems to be responding to this uh, sort of failure in engagement with our political and social situation. The trouble is... Oh my God. (laughs) If there's not going to be any progress, <laughs> it's largely how I predicted, except the silly party one. <laughs> Dude, wasn't that guy straight from Monty Python? Dude, like he's a freaking caricature. He's like, oh, my name's Wombat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to read your poet. All oh, right, <laughs> right. What's wrong with Tolkien? You see, like it's Reginald yeah. Pillar. 
Oh, yes. I always wanted to be an an a, a lion tamer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Dude, that is like totally Michael Palin, dude. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so the point he was making is almost <laughs> it was almost the opposite of what these kids were talking about cuz like right, right. the younger kids were talking about like he's too conservative and this this uh, more uh, conservative looking bloke kind of was complaining that it was like a too too escapist or something, but in a sense they were both saying it was escapist. Yeah. Like the, it's not it's not dealing with the the working classes and the needs of the masses. Oh, there you go, bringing class into it again. <laughs> so what, the conclusion we came up to today is that is, uh, is that uh, English people are silly. To, English people are silly. Uh, silly. Shortcut to mushrooms uh, should have been like three pages. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. They could have done a shortcut to the next chapter. Yeah, a shortcut to the next chapter. Where they actually say something. And, but, then, and, um, and beer beer slows you down, like literally. Uh, beer slows you down. And mushrooms yeah. are are not psychedelic, but if you're a, if you're a rap scuttle or a rap, right. if you're a you know rap scallion like, like Frodo. You know who I blame uh, uh, the whole uh, mushroom thing for is Lewis Carroll. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's another. And Grace Slick, because she, she wrote that song about that rabbit that was uh, uh, chasing caterpillars. And how one pill makes you small. Yeah. And then, like, eh, tell them a mushroom eating. Uh, you talk about mushrooms, whatever. Yeah. 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 Drugs. So thank you, Jefferson Airplane, for ruining Tolkien for me. 